0: Good morning. Welcome to Exploring Economic Development with MEDC. My name is Meredith Harris, and I think we are here with a special Inside the Industry edition. Is that correct, Jill? Yeah. So
1: usually we stream on the first Wednesday of every month. It's not Wednesday. It is
0: Thursday. It turns
1: out it's Thursday. Uh, but it's special because we, we're doing it Inside the Industry. Now, we've done a number of these with different Folks. industries. Yeah, different if you things. Will. Yep. So we've done um, the hospital, we've yep. done manufacturing, we did Cytiva, yeah. Quest,
0: we've done a whole bunch. Yeah. But before we get started, we need to apologize for being a couple of minutes behind today. I think one of the first times we've ever experienced a little yeah. bit of technical difficulty, but we're not going to dwell on it. We're going to move on. Thank exactly. you all for your patience. We appreciate you waiting with us yeah. as we jump into episode 35. Yeah. So any other administrative stuff? We got a shout out to yes. WMCT.
1: Exactly. So we are live streaming right now to YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and our local cable access channel, WMCT-TV, mm-hmm. who have been crushing it.
0: Uh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely doing an awesome job. You guys have
0: all been a little busy the past week.
1: Yeah. So we this week was amazing, right? Yeah. This week we had graduation. So go Panthers and also go all of our other schools. It's just I happen to be a Marlboro Panther, so I got to give a shout out. Panthers eat hawk meat <laughs> always. Um, but congratulations to all of our class of 2023 graduates. They've Absolutely. overcome so much, gone through so much, and honestly, being in the high school with them, they're just so thrilled and optimistic about the future. I, 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 I haven't met a class that has been this like excited about life and. Like, all right, we're going to figure it out because they've had to.
0: Well, and they're going to be even more excited after they watch today's episode because it is directly geared towards that type of thinking. Absolutely. Uh, We're going to be talking today about entrepreneurship and innovation. And we have two really great guests with us today. We have both Christy Garcia and Louis Fernandez. So we'll jump... Pull, em Pull up. them there up. There we go. Pull them up. Pull them up. Welcome. Good morning, my friends. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So today we're going to talk. It's kind of a really cool episode. Talk about collaboration, innovation, entrepreneurship. But Christy is with the entrepreneur, entrepreneur innovation center yes, at great. Framingham State University, and we have Louis from Laboretta's, Barbecue Brazilian Girl here in Marlboro. You are also a student. So at the Innovation Center?
2: I actually was one of the first, uh, I was in the first class of graduating entrepreneurship focused, let me take that back. I was yep. I was uh, one of the first people to graduate from Framingham State with a focus on entrepreneurship and I was also one of the first uh, interns at the Int- Entrepreneurship Innovation Center. Yeah. Uh, this was, oh my gosh, this was a long time ago. It was like probably like- Don't nine, date yourself. Uh, like eight, nine years ago. It was, it was a while ago. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I basically I started out as an intern there when it was just one room in a in a in an office and now okay. it's in a separate building that's like four floors and a, uh, it's very different than when three i when i said three floors <laughs>
0: played, yes. so we and I'm, go, I'm gonna just shorten you to laboretta's because that is how i know your restaurant it's one of the best restaurants in marlboro but so we really want to talk today a kind of about the the center we want to talk about how you went through the center what 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 it means to you what you've been able to do with it because you are one of our top restaurants in marlboro we love you we want you to continue being innovative <laughs> with your entrepreneurship here but before we dive into your story about how you got there christy can you tell us a little bit a about yourself because you have a really cool background but also (laughs) a little bit about the center and what you guys are doing
3: over there yes sure thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here today Uh, my name is christy garcia i'm brazilian i have been living in the us since 2018 i have been in the innovation and entrepreneurship uh field for more than 15 years um i joined uh, fsu this january so i'm fresh new i'm not the same time of louis over there but uh, i i i am excited about this opportunity to uh, uh create recreate the center because the pandemic the center unfortunately has been uh, uh closed during the pandemic and after the 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 a little bit but uh, since i joined i'm installing the center the center is uh, uh we are creating a new mission for the center to be a, a innovation ecosystem hub for the, the Metro West area. And um, we, we host like a two type of uh, 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 services, I would say. Like we are co-working in an affordable co-working space for the Metro West entrepreneurs. We also provide like many resources. We're gonna talk a little about sure, that. Yeah. And also we provide like resources for the FSU students, the Framingham State University students how they can like uh, leverage their uh, entrepreneurship minor in terms of, like how to launch their own business, how they, con- they can like uh, think about what the opportunities they can have in, uh, when thinking about a new business or a new venture, so. All
0: right. so my first question, do you have <laughs> to be a student to access the center? No. You don't, okay. No, you
3: don't. You, uh, what we, we, to be like a member of the center, we mm-hmm. have a membership uh, a program for the center, you need to be in the metros area okay, or around like metros just like that. just because we we want to have view like with've easily access to the center we have a a, a wonderful parking lot over there yeah and so you don't need to be a, a student and of course the students that are uh, uh uh, interested to start their own business, they they have a free membership for two years. Fabulous. Wow. That's yeah.
0: wonderful. Okay, so where at Framingham State are you located? How do people find you if they want to become a member? How do they get involved?
3: Yes. We are outside of the campus, but we are very close to like 10 minutes walk from the campus. Okay. Usually I'm doing my walks to the sure. campus, <laughs> try to do some exercise. And uh, we are located at uh, 860 Worcester Road. Yep. And uh, you can reach us out uh, by the email of the center. Is That's innovation at Framingham. Uh, um, oops. That's OK. okay. We'll, we'll link it. We'll yes. link it. Yes. <laughs> <all good>. Sorry. <laughs> and so, how long has it been around? The center was as uh, Louis. So, Louis,
0: so eight, nine years ago? Ten years ago? Yeah. Ten years, years ago. That. Ten okay. years
3: ago, yeah. The, the center was uh, uh, funded by two of our most uh, fabulous professors of the university, uh, the entrepreneurship uh, area. Dr. Robert Cream and Dr. Dr. Erasmus Niguri, And both uh, started the center thinking about how they could provide this kind of uh, entrepreneurial experience for the students, but sure. also how to support the local community to start their own business. This so, is a
0: great program.
3: Yes, and I'm super excited because my passion is how to apply innovation to promote socioeconomic development. Yeah, And I think the center has been... Uh, this uh, uh resource for the local community like how to connect like the the university the 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 entrepreneur sure uh, local entrepreneurs the government the funders yeah. yeah so this is a kind of one I I, I call this into a hub innovation hub is why like uh, we want to promote this connection right and professor uh, Kring, uh is a, a also a, a innovation uh, author and um, in his book, he created a theory that he calls like bump and connect, yep. and that explains how uh, Boston became like this innovation That's, hub. Yeah, and uh, and some of the elements for this uh, uh, bump and connection is like promote networking, mm-hmm. promote entrepreneurship, promote local demand, or attend the local demand and also connect with the, the, the investors. Right. And so the center it's is... It's a
0: huge piece of it. Yes. It's a huge piece.
3: <laughs> so the center is, is bringing this uh, this theory to life. Okay, When that's we, we want to bring this to the... And also how to translate this innovation uh, uh, mindset that Boston is famous for mm-hmm. to the Metro-West area.
0: All right, so let me we ask love you. That, We love that, We do love that. We do love that. Okay, so I've been at MEDC about eight years. Now I'm dating myself as well, but... I've always kind of heard about you guys, didn't necessarily know a lot about what you were doing. How, Louis, how did you find out about them? How did you get started with these guys?
2: Dr. Krim was my professor. Oh, perfect. Okay. So that's a pretty easy connection. (laughs) That's why I was laughing. I I heard the words. I used to hear the words bump and connect every single day of my (laughs) life for about a year. And so that's why I started laughing when Christy said it. Um, Yeah, I I was studying. I was at Premium State. I was doing uh, uh, my degree in management. I'm sorry, business administration is the more proper term. And Dr. Krim was my professor, and he goes, Hey, we're launching this project or we're launching this, you know, minor next year, um, uh, focusing on entrepreneurship. You know, we have the center here. I I said I was part of the first group, I was actually part of the second group by right. one semester. It it um, and, but it was like me and two other people, right? Was and it. It, like, it was just a tiny little room. Um, I think there was like maybe two entrepreneurs that were using the space at the time. And sure. so, like, I know I would. I would clean the room a little bit, make sure there was coffee and things like that. (laughs) But one of the things that um, was really interesting is that when I I went to college, I didn't actually go to Framingham State off the bat. I went to Western New England University and I... um, I, I thought at one point I wanted to be an engineer. Forgot you needed to do math for that, and that was uh, you're in
0: a much more fun. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little
2: bit more fun day to day. My life today, but then I I ended up wanting to do uh, entrepreneurship. But Framingham State didn't offer it at the time, and so I was kind of like, well, you know what? We'll just we'll do business. It is what it is, and you know, it's closer to home. Sure. So then I started uh, taking class with Doctor Krim, and he's like, oh, we're launching this program, entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and then he got me involved. That became an intern, and. Uh, I'm sorry. I lost track of, of that's, the okay. Right, that's okay. I apologize. It was, uh, how no, we got so started, you yeah. got
0: started. You're oh, at yeah. the, the center. Now, when you went into the center, did you know that you wanted to start a restaurant at some point or was it just that you wanted to own your own business or
2: definitely didn't think about a restaurant at the time. No, okay. Um, you were still engineering. Not even that. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be my own. Uh, I wanted to have my own business at some point. Sure. Uh, and that's really where Dr. Kim was very fundamental. Uh, for me because I was actually given, he created a special program for me where I was allowed to not only, because I started off as an intern and then I told him that I wanted to create my own business. And he goes, okay, well, what if we compromise? And he goes, instead of you being a intern, what if we made you a member of the center yourself in your senior year and you start your own business? Hmm. So I got college credit. For a capstone course, wow. where I created my own business. That's super cool. Um, I started a company called MetroWest Creative. I did uh, marketing, graphic design, web design, uh, social media marketing, video content creation, pretty much everything as a one-man team for about three years, maybe. Is that
0: about the time that I that I met you?
2: Shortly before, or shortly. shortly sorry, so I did that shortly before uh, I met you.
0: So um, when we when we first met, Louis was really just interested, wanted to bring a restaurant to Marlboro, and. He was so jazzed about marlboro which made me so jazzed about him and like just the idea of like what can we do and you had different ideas back then and what what you've ended up bringing to our city is just such an asset to our community it's such a great restaurant we were talking earlier with Christy. You, yeah. You're a fan of La I'm a fan. My kids are fan. <laughs> Huge fan. But just the idea, and, and I'm going to point. I'm going to give it back to you for a minute because you were talking about how incredibly innovative your your concept is as a as a patron of the restaurant.
3: Yes, and and um, I'm glad to hear that uh, you start that program with Doctor Cream because we are still keeping that program. Now we have like a course that is the capstone. Oh,
0: that's awesome. So that's it's awesome. A, a
3: formal way to 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 support our students to launch their own business and uh, I, I was telling uh, meredith before we, we we start that like for me your idea is very innovative because to combine like the brazilian perfect brazilian food perfect taste with the the, the american style service it's mm-hmm. very innovative so it's not sometimes people uh, misunderstood the the, the innovation sure. concept like oh you need to have a tech uh, right. startup to be a, a, a innovator but when you create this type of new concept and I, i'm glad to to refer your restaurant to many of my neighbors american neighbors because i know that they're going to love the, the the service and at the same time that you have the 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 experience to to taste the best brazilian food that i have ever here in the, the region and i i i have to say that i'm a a, a decent cooker so <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a big are you are you yeah. hiring? I <laughs> hey, hey, we Maybe can we have, we have a conversation after this. This is, this is good. No, and, and I As I, I think it's important. To, so sometimes it can be a little intimidating, right? If you're not familiar with the cuisine, you don't really know what to order. You're not sure what you're going to do. But honestly, when you go into your restaurant, it's not like that. And and you come right out. You do walk people through the menu. Hey, if you like this, you might like that. Or yeah. and you guys have just done a really cool a cool thing over there. And I we'll go a little bit even further the cocktails your bar it's incredible and a lot of innovation behind that as well i mean you took a space and really transformed it into something completely different so can you bring us through a little bit of that and you're always talking about the what's the what's the name of the alcohol from brazil Cachaça. okay there we go see (laughs) but you do really cool things with it so tell us a little bit about that and the thought process behind it
2: yeah i mean and actually i'll just kind of pick up the thread of 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 before so um I started while I was running, you know, Metros Creative at the Innovation Center. I was bartending the whole time, putting myself through college. That's kind of what got me through college. (laughs) I was doing it, you know, even when I had my own company doing, you know, graphic website design, I would bartend two to three times a week. And it was really kind of what kept me, you know, afloat because as you're trying a a, a new business, especially one that's so um, customer service centric and you're providing a service to people, it it can be difficult, you know, especially when you're starting out. And, and it's so, volatile and oh oh yeah. let's not get started about <laughs> right. it's uh it's uh <laughs> it was, every it was day is a new so.
0: adventure right yeah
2: it ended yeah. up being why i ended up having to fold that it just wasn't it wasn't good on many levels right. but i learned a lot anyway so then
0: let's get back to the drinks right yeah. so then yeah the
2: more important stuff and so the entire time i was bartending and uh as i'm you know bartending every single week i'm sitting there, i'm like man it'd be really cool if there was a space that I w- would, was reflective of who I am and uh, the things that I want to do. I worked in a great cocktail bar uh, in Framingham called Bourbon's uh, Kitchen Cocktails, and and I learned so much there, and I loved working there, and there was so much incredible things happening there, mm. and, you know, growing up in the Metro West region, I've literally, you know, grew up in Framingham, lived in Marlborough now for a really long time, and uh, there, I never felt like there was a space that was exactly reflective of who I am as a Brazilian immigrant who grew up here where, you know, there's still all of the stuff I love from my home country, my home uh, culture, and also trying to bring it more into the space for everyone. And so, sure. you know, I'd make cocktails and people would be like, "Oh, like, look, what, can you make me a cocktail that you want me to make? And I'd be like, well, I could, but we didn't have any cachaça at Bourbons, right? It wasn't something that we would, that he cared, not that he needed to, it was right, not right. his focus, right? right, right. And so I kept thinking to myself, man, it'd be really cool if there was a place that you know was innovative with cocktails that just happened to serve really good Brazilian food because that doesn't they don't have to be mutually exclusive, right? You know what I mean? It's just good drinks, good food, right, right? right? And so um when I folded my you know marketing company, I was like, man, I, want, just to open do a, it. I just want to open a restaurant. Yeah. And I went up to my I went to my mom and I was like, hey, I got a crazy idea. And this is kind of what I'm thinking. And yeah shortly thereafter i think is when i reached out to you and we started looking at different places here in marlboro and you helped us out a little bit and and then yeah and then here you are here we are
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty awesome so how long were you at the center and then christy my follow-up question for you is how long can someone be at the center you know are they there for a a year six months four years you know how long can you be under your kind of umbrella over there
3: yeah I, i don't know if you want to Uh, answer first like how long did you stay at the center
2: yeah so i was at the center i started out my junior year so my junior year i was just an intern my senior year i was an intern for half of it and then i created my own company for the other half of it and then i actually stayed on with the center for another i want to say a year and a half almost two years past that point okay um i was there quite a lot that's great though yeah
3: yeah Yeah, as a student uh, we can like accept students from the 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 sophomore year, they can, they need to be at the sophomore year at least, and they can stay as like uh, interns at, okay. uh, at, at, until they graduate. But also, if they, they start their own business, they can stay at the center for free for more, two, two more years. Okay. Uh, so that's the, the average time that we, we, we like, Let incubate them. Yeah. yep. yep and, about and a, then you
0: let you set them free yeah or yes. if
3: they want to stay at the center as a, a actual member they, they can, can stay they can pay yeah and uh the members they can have uh up to three people mm-hmm. uh if they have like their uh uh dedicated space sure so they can stay there forever if, if so they it's want. like a
0: co-working space almost. yes
3: that's the part of co-working but we also provide like some resource for our uh members like uh mentorship like the, the interns from the fsu also support our members so that's the the type of service that we provide our members okay that there's not just like a co-working space that you just arrive sure. in the morning and, and
0: no you guys are walking people through what's yeah, go, yeah business. yes
3: we have network means sure. we have like what we call bump and connect that's like a once a month we have like an open house for like with a uh speaker or sure just to 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 debate some Teams that could like support our members and also our community. So we so
0: haven't... there's a lot of learning going on. It's not just you come in and get your coffee and then go to your office. No, and, you're and on also your own for the we, day. we are
3: launching many programs this fall, like to support the local community. So
0: I love it. we have
3: like uh, the the uh, English for Entrepreneurs that's mm-hmm. supporting like. Uh, uh, immigrants entrepreneurs that are launching their business here it doesn't matter what type of business you have you can mm-hmm. attend this type of program it's in, yeah. p- in partnership with the the english learning department at the fsu we also are launching a rams accelerator that are for our students a kind of accelerator program for our students That's great yes we are hosting like some international students programs this summer we will have like a chilean uh, group uh, at the center uh understanding how to be entrepreneur in an emerging market sure. like uh, in south america for example we are planning uh for the end of fall beginning uh spring last year next year uh to have a, a, a program for uh women leadership great
0: 45 plus i i would imagine too that it's a good pipeline right so you, you talk a lot about networking and you know here you the two of you are sitting at the table where clearly there's still a connection to the center and yeah. are you able to help folks that have kind of graduated from the center with you know with pipeline building workforce development are you, are you guys still in touch with some of the folks that once they leave but you're still talking to them
3: yeah some of them are mm-hmm. like uh, Louis, uh, is one it's of a good uh, example uh, yes, uh, our uh, like a role model of uh, like a successful entrepreneur Uh, as I mentioned, like I joined the center recently, and uh, I, I have been like catching up how to. Sure. To, and one of the the projects that I have for the center is to create like a alumni uh, yeah uh, yeah conference for our uh, uh, former uh, That's interns a great and idea. and to understand what they are doing right now. So right. this is part of the, the 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 plans that I have for the center. And now I think the the Louis, uh, Louis uh, history is a perfect uh, uh, example what uh, we we want to to promote at the center like right. a, how to connect like a, a a market opportunity because he saw that it's w- w- right that there was like an untapped uh, uh, market that right. he could like address with a new uh, uh innovative solution so i think this is the
0: and a technical question but what's the cost structure for somebody that wants to get involved is it
3: like the membership yeah t- is yes. it tier
0: or how does yes. that work we
3: have like a, a Different type of memberships, of course, we have like the mailbox if you want just to have like a business address, you can uh, install your business over there and it's going to cost you $100 per month. Okay. But this is not our priority. Mm -hmm. And you also can have like uh, your dedicated space, like a private room that you can host uh, up like three people at this room. Sure. And this is going to cost $350 per month. Okay
0: okay so it's this is very affordable yeah. and this is
3: our uh, uh, value proposition to be like an affordable and inclusive uh, uh, co-working space or for everybody uh, yeah yeah
0: awesome. all right so Louis is clearly one of your success stories yes right <laughs> <laughs> clearly one of your success stories any other success stories that kind of you know stick out in your mind
3: yes uh, I would like to uh, uh, talk about uh, one of our current entrepreneurs that she's uh, being a as and I know that Lou, Louie also uh, is connected with her. That's Marina. Uh, uh, I forgot her last name. Sorry, That's okay. but uh, her company's name is Chua and okay. she designed an uh, energy drink based on Amazonian ingredients. And I know that you have been connecting to each other to design a cocktail with the Chua. Uh, uh- yeah,
2: her and I had a meeting a little while back and I just uh, I need to get back to her about uh-huh. that. Um, but yeah, we did have a meeting uh, a little bit over a month ago talking about her product and seeing if there was some sort of fit that her and I could kind of work together on. Um, she's, she's pretty great. I love her. I love her idea as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And, 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 and she's right now, she's not a a member. Sure. She's a entrepreneur in residence. So she supports also other entrepreneurs at the center to develop their business. So it's a a new uh, model that we have been, uh, designing to, to have like our former, uh, uh, members supporting our current members. Right.
0: Right. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Did we have a qu- no, a question? We just, oh. we have people saying hi. Um, oh, okay. I'm President sorry. President
1: Austin's here. No, I'm just, this is. It's I'm, just cool, right? <laughs> I'm all ears on it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. So, Louis, can you take us a little bit through, like, so you're, you're at the center, you're thinking about marketing and all these yeah. different things, and you decide that you're going to do a restaurant. What happened next?
2: So, unfortunately, this is kind of where me and the center kind of split, which is unfortunate because i it was i was there every single day yep. right i mean like technically okay cool you you do marketing work you can work from anywhere well working from home is really not something i can do yeah i would love it but i just i cannot be as focused as i would like so i used to be there from you know open to close every single day um at the time to give you an idea i was so involved with the center that there's a podcasting room i don't know if it's still there i hope it's it is still there but I was the one who I looked at the former director and I said, hey, Mark, um, I really want a place to podcast. Because on top of doing, you know, uh, my marketing website design, I had a side project with some other friends that was another business that we were doing and we were creating content. And I needed a dedicated space sure. to podcast. And so I looked at Mark and I was like, look, if I buy all the foam and I put it up myself, can yep. we can we put the the, the room table? Because goes, I'll pay for the foam.
0: You're going to put it up. Just put it up. And so we kind of came to
2: this conclusion. And so... There's an entire room there that I put soundproofing foam on all the walls, and I was very, very much involved with the space. Now, when you're launching a restaurant, there is—I really wish there was more of a connection that I had with the center at that moment. Unfortunately, there was kind of a break because I needed to. It was a complete shift in my life. You're putting
0: all in into the restaurant, yeah, yeah.
2: And so, when you're going all in into a restaurant, into a new space, into a. It was a whole shift of mindset, a whole shift of of my life at that moment. Well, and didn't
0: you, like, you kept working full-time while you were doing the restaurant? Like, you guys were really hustling over there for yeah. a long time.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, pandemic came and so many right. different things happened. Yeah, just the timing of that as yeah. well, right? You know, opening a restaurant <laughs> six months before a global pandemic. is just great, perfect timing. Um, and so the... But you're still
0: standing, my friend. That's the beauty,
2: right? Yeah, You know, just kind of keep going. Yeah. Um, but the center was something that i wish i had an ability to have maintained contact but because of the pandemic and because of everything sure. and just because of the nature of the work in the restaurant right. um i wasn't able to but you know the things that i learned while i was there both as an intern both as, a, as someone starting their own business and just from the one of the biggest value props that i can give to the center is and i hope dr Krim is listening because he's going to be hope he's pretty proud it's the whole bump and connect thing it's the yeah. fact that like yeah co-working space it's it's become normalized and everyone kind of understands it and people just kind of look at it from the perspective of oh cheap place to have place to work mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the important part the important part is being able to go grab a coffee and all of a sudden someone who has a completely different business a completely different mindset a completely yeah. way more experience than i had i'm i'm a 22 year old person pretending to have a business right trying to you know yeah. play business here like trying to get clients and do this and and I say play business because it felt that way to yeah, me because yeah. I'm st- standing around. and There's real business people, right? And yeah. they're older than I am and they are super Experience. experienced. And I had the ability of being like, hey, sorry to bother you, but can I ask you a question about um, customer acquisition? And what do you do if someone doesn't <laughs> yeah. pay your contract? And what happens if you've provided all the deliverables? And, you know, three months later, I still haven't gotten paid. And
0: well, good for you for having the confidence, though, okay. to ask those questions and to know the questions to ask and and. You were in a space where you had people that you could ask those questions. I mean, how valuable is that?
2: It's it, it's one of those things that I don't think I realized how valuable it time. was until later. Yeah, um, and I think that there was so much beauty. I mean, I got I got clients out of other sure. members at the center, um, which you know, having offices so close to one another became a little bit difficult at some point, right. points, <laughs> but. Still, you know, I was able to work with other members of the center. I was able to get mentorship from other sure. other folks in the center. Um, and it was so invaluable.
0: All right. So I have to ask, I don't know if you're thinking the same. What is Bump and Connect? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's basically the idea. It's a that, concept. Yes. Okay.
2: Let's hear it. Let's hear it. The, from what I remember is basically like you go to get coffee, you bump into someone. And all of a sudden you're like, hey, what do you do? Oh, this is what I do. Oh, that's so cool. How can we work together? Oh, what's something that I can help you out with? And what's something that you can help me out with? Okay. It's basically the idea of networking but yeah. Through a physical space because a, a lot of times networking is like let's go to a networking event here's my business card here's your business card so this is
0: more organic yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. the whole
2: idea is the fact that entrepreneurship and innovation comes from connection it's from connecting ideas it's not from creating something 100 wholly new that didn't exist before it's um a lot of it is just it's slight innovation and Christy I'm so sorry'm I'm, I'm speaking no, over no, here no, right now. the thing. idea from what I remember from dr Krim was like You know, the idea doesn't have to be 100% new, but the fact that if you can have an idea here and you meet someone over here, you might be able to share a conversation or an idea that will then spark the part that finalizes your idea or you help finalize someone else's idea. And you basically, through these connections and creating these pathways with other people, is how people really innovate. It's not about...
0: It's similar to don't reinvent the wheel, right? Like take the wheel and make it better. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. That's cool.
1: And I imagine that the people that take advantage of these opportunities are wired like that. Problem solvers, innovators. Putting foam up in the room. (laughs) do it Frank. So my dad owns a company and it brings him no better joy than to give any type of nuggets or wisdom to other people. It's like he lights up like I mean you've met my dad. Yeah, he's great. If you're like, "Well, Ken, you know what about this?" He's like, "Oh, well, you could do this and this and no, oh, and have you tried this?" But people that are innovators, people that are problem solvers that are trying to find their way, um, like, I, I imagine you must love doing puzzles because like trying to figure this, this doesn't work out. Like right before we started, my technology wasn't working out. I'm like, all right, I've got two audio interfaces in my car. And if I plug this in, if I wire this, like it feels so good. It, and I have, to, and I have two minutes <laughs> to do it. But it feels so good to be able to problem solve those things and then to work with others because we we don't see things that are right in front of our faces sometimes. But then these other people with different experiences, different industries are able to say, well, have you thought about that? And you're like, oh my gosh, that's genius. It's brilliant. So being around people like that that are excited about innovation
0: only is good for sparks everyone sparks more innovation yeah
2: and right. just one last bit i, know, I promise yes. i'll let christy talk i feel terrible <laughs> no this is a great <laughs> conversation um, being an entrepreneur is not is, is incredibly isolating oh, i was it's, about to tell the uh, same thing <laughs> it's i remember some really tough days of just being like what the hell am i doing yeah and you just feel super alone and no one really gets it and you feel mm-hmm. like it's different than you know charting a course in a, in, a, in a company where you're like, oh, I'll be able to, you know, get a job here. And if I do really well, I'll get promoted and I'll be able to move up the ladder and all of these things. Entrepreneurship is an isolating, fear-inducing mm. yeah. island of one, usually, right? Because every- Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: and you're putting all your eggs in the basket yeah. too, right? It's risky. You've got money on the line. Yeah. Like, you're not just talking about here's an idea. Like, uh-huh. you're putting your whole life behind it. And
2: it becomes this thing where if you do it in an isolated space, you just can continue to isolate yourself. Yeah, and yeah. so um, just being able to look around a room where you're like, I'm working here, but that person over there is probably experiencing some some form of isolation themselves. Mm-hmm. It becomes a little bit easier to tackle. It becomes yeah. a little bit easier to be like, wow, this is, you know, I'm not alone. Sure. I, I can be alone with what I'm dealing with, yeah. but I'm not alone on this entrepreneurship boat.
0: this island yeah Yeah. so how many people are is there room for like if i signed up tomorrow and i'm a member i come in how many people do i have access to are there currently
3: in terms of members company members at the center we have uh, 13 members wow that's a lot yes when i joined the center in in january we had two members good for you yeah that's That's awesome awesome. (laughs) thank you so uh so, uh, I, I mentioned like I'm reinstalling the center. So, that's yeah. my, my first mission and my first goal. Mm-hmm. It was like to uh reinvite former members and to attract new members to the center. And I love this idea, Lou, uh, that like uh, that's what I, I was t- to talk about, like a uh, bump and connect. That's the, the root of the problem is like uh, to, to be an entrepreneur is uh, 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 isolated and uh, uh, like a lonely Our, journey. Alone, yeah. Yeah. So, if you don't know, I, I, I know many people. Uh, innovators that they, they they decide to run their own business by themselves and they become inventors they don't become innovators mm. because they are not able to to connect the market connect the needs connect sure. the problems that they want to solve At the end, they are like just proud of the product that they are creating but they are not like uh, correlating with the the local needs with the the the, the the value sure. network that they can access so when we see like this not just uh, uh mentorship connections but sure. also like how to to create value networks when I, we we see like this opportunity to connect like uh, your restaurant to schwa yeah. it's like a value network that we right, are creating right. with uh, among our members so that's the one of the the biggest piece when we talk about our center.
0: And I would imagine too that people don't know all the resources that are available to yeah. them either, right? I mean, we come across that all the time where a company will call, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. Well, hey, did you know that there's this perfect program out there that's basically made for you and what you're looking for? And they have no idea because yeah. you don't know what you don't know. And you're so
1: busy trying to make it. To start your like business, right. Like I work right. in video production, live streaming, and you know, marketing and stuff like that. And it's, you're so trying to stay on top of all of your responsibility. well in today's problem right exactly and then like for you you have your staff you have your orders you have your invoicing you have there's so much and so you know you need help i mean i think we've all run across people that are leading some type of program or seminar or something and we have this instinct to say oh well why don't you just ask for help like (laughs) why don't you just delegate i'm like oh my god tell me to delegate one more time Uh, it's so it is very difficult it's a difficult skill to be able to zoom out and figure out Hmm, let me pause real quick and see what other opportunities right so this is like answering those without thinking and people even anticipating hey you're you're a female-owned business did you know that there are these grand opportunities or did you right. know that you could connect with this person who's already gotten on that road? right i mean like where was this like <laughs> 12 years ago right? when i started on my journey i'm right. upset. here you are <sighs> no
0: all right, believe it or not, we're bumping up against time. This happens to us every, every time we, we have an episode. And we do have a couple
1: comments before we go.
0: Oh, let's do, let's do it. Do. I was going to give you guys, yeah. just so I, pr- I prep you, any last things you want people to know about the center. And then I do want to talk a little bit about your food, because we need to give you a minute mm-hmm. to plug your amazing restaurant. But what are, what are our questions we've got?
1: So we do have, um, Counselor Dumas has joined us. Hello, Christian. Hello. He says, opening and running a business is no small feat. I went to La Barretta's a few weeks ago, and I cannot wait to come back. Kudos to you, Louis. Thank you very much. Yeah. We also have Stas Burden joining us from LinkedIn. Absolutely loving the episode. I mean, you see all the guests more of this. Thank you so much. Thank for joining you, Stas. Us. And we did have one comment from our most faithful uh, viewer. President Austin. President Austin. He we is. love you so much. Morning Meredith and Jill Leveriz is this awesome. Highly recommend The Dictator for an Adult Beverage. Well done. Uh, presentation is outstanding (laughs) phenomenal
0: that's awesome phenomenal so in our office we like to talk a lot about part of your success is the the level of service that you get when you walk into labrata so what i mean i know it makes you guys unique but what makes you unique what can people expect when they come to your restaurant
2: well i want to really touch upon something that christy said earlier it's the fact that uh, it doesn't seem innovative and to me it's it i didn't really grasp how innovative it was um But the truth is, is that innovation, it's not about, like you said as well, Meredith, it's not about reinventing the wheel, right? And so one of the first things I do anytime I hire anyone, it's I explain to them point blank, we don't sell food, we don't sell drinks, we don't do any of that. Our product as a restaurant, we sell an experience. So what I explain to people is that what people pay for is every single interaction that they will have from the moment they drive into our parking lot mm-hmm. to the moment that they leave. And that means, you know, how clean the entrance is, how clean the table was, where they greeted with a smile when they walked in. Is the lighting good? Is the music good? Is it clean? Does it smell nice? Is it a good temperature? yeah, Is the food good? Is the service it is. good? It's, <laughs> is the drinks good? That stuff is important, yeah. but it's only a small part of the whole puzzle. Um, and That's
0: really important. It is that I mean, but <laughs> that is why it's such a great experience when you go into your restaurant.
2: Thank you, yeah. and I, I also say that you know, trying to create our goal is to be the best restaurant, point blank, like like full stop. Period. Not not f- best Brazilian restaurant. Not you know good foreign restaurant. No no no. We want to be best mm-hmm. restaurant full stop. And so, because we serve a type of food that is very uh, foreign to a lot of people, one of the things that we that is kind of a bit of a of a, 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 a something that needs to be overcome mentally for a lot of folks. Is that for us in the Brazilian community, the food that I that we serve at the restaurant, it's it's very very good in my opinion, but it's also <laughs> um it, it can seem somewhat like basic to a degree. It's rice, sure. beans, and meat, and for us Brazilians, we eat that every day. Right. But uh, what I what I always try to explain to my staff is that for someone who's not a part of our community, our food is as foreign as. Indian cuisine, as, uh, you know, Mandarin cuisine, sure. as, you know, Ethiopian cuisine. You know, yep. it's, it's all, it's it's very it's different. It's new. It's it. It can be scary. People mm-hmm. are like, I, I, I don't understand these words. Chicken hearts on a menu? What do you mean? Good you know what I mean? You're so good.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> But you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's intimidating.
2: It is intimidating. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, you walk into a space and if people don't make you feel welcome, you're going to walk right out, yeah. you know? And so, um, I guess the part of the innovation that comes is to make people feel welcome right Mm -hmm. and i think that as as basic as that sounds i think that's kind of the heart of it is making sure that anybody who walks into the restaurant whether you're brazilian whether you're american whether you're from anywhere from this planet you just feel welcome right you feel like you matter and people care about your experience and that's and that's been the the great focus is that i wanted to make sure that anybody who walks into the space felt like they can participate because there's nothing better than food and drinks in my opinion right like you you sit down with someone and being able to share a meal like that to me is a sacred moment like that's a that's something that fills me with great joy it's just being able to to share a meal and i think that in a world where everybody's becoming so isolated and so Mm. focused on only what they want and only following what they want on social media you can it's easy to become super isolated Mm -hmm. i think that restaurants are one of the last few places that i hope will never go away where you're actually able to sit next to someone at a bar for example and you have you may not you may not know them you may not know anything about them but you can come from a completely different part of the world and be able to just look over and be like hey that's really cool what are you drinking and all yeah. of a sudden it you have this connection to someone that you never had the ability to yeah and i think that's kind of the beauty behind restaurants um and and that's what we want knocking it out of the park (laughs) over there
0: i mean you guys have phenomenal outdoor dining your restaurant the interior it's really cool it's new it's unique it's awesome you have great food again i will say great cocktails everything over there you guys are doing a really great job have you have you been there i love love the cocktails i have tried the cocktails they're really good I got to really say, good.
1: as a former, I used to be an EL teacher, so that's teaching English um, as a second language. Um, and accessibility is mm-hmm. huge. So for my students that were coming in as level one English learners, you want to make instructions accessible. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that they know exactly where they need to go and who to talk to when they're in XYZ situation. And so in a restaurant, I think what, what often happens as a miss is, is that like yes? We want as as native English speakers or you know native born Marlborough Massachusettsonians. That's probably the word. That's that's that's, the that's definition. actually I like yeah, that that's word. The word yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but you want to experience and try authentic food that is different than what you grew up with. I mean, is there anything better than feijoada? Like wash right no so i not think good. so yeah. and so like even me though learning portuguese for a number of years i love learning portuguese i love brazilian food there is still a slight intimidation of going to a new restaurant brazilian for example if there is no um in the sorry i'm geeking out a little bit in the language world we call it i plus one so here's where your language is skills are now you want to be teaching them one level above so that they it's challenging but it's accessible and so what I'm saying is the miss on a lot of different places is that it's like I plus 20 plus 100. And so there's that there's too much intimidation. So even me with the Portuguese skills that I have, I still get a little worried about like saying things right, ordering things right, not knowing what to order if it's if it's too much of a gap. So I think what you provide also is is accessibility for anyone. So right. it's yes, it's the culture, it's the it's the friendliness, but it it, it that one thing is is huge for people because they'll try things that they didn't try before as long as it's not too much of a risk, you know. So and I think the beauty anytime really you
0: cool. go into La is you're always there, right? Like I've never Pretty gone much. in there and you're not there, <laughs> no. which for anybody that's watching, if you go in and you are feeling that way, just look for Louis because he's he's great at being able to point you in the right direction. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Christy, any final words in 30 no. seconds or less? What do people need to know about the center?
3: Yeah. So I think that uh, th- th- this is, it was the perfect like advertise for the center. So <laughs> yeah. we're seeing like a success success case here. And I'm glad to be here. And please reach us out if you want to join the center or if you want to support our programs. Because we are also like, uh, we have many ideas, many programs to launch, but we need like the community support as well. And we want to provide more resource to our local community or immigrants or local entrepreneurs. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So if you
0: want to be the next Louis, you can just contact Christy (laughs) and we're going (laughs) to make it happen.
1: (laughs)
3: Innovation at framingham.edu. Yes.
1: yes, Thank you. (laughs) And we'll make sure that if you're watching this on Um, on any of our platforms that will also include you know contact information and it's here up on the screen as well on your website here perfect Perfect. thank you
0: well thank you both for being here this was a lot of fun and to any of our viewers that are watching if you're hungry we love to go out to lunch we will meet you at laboretta's anytime we can go check out the center thank you both so much for being here and everybody have a wonderful I usually say Wednesday. We're going to have a wonderful Thursday. Now,
1: Meredith, just before we go, are yeah. we streaming next month? Or we are, are we...
0: not streaming next month. We are taking July off. We hope everybody has a wonderful holiday. Yes. We'll be back in August. Yeah. So don't miss me too much, Jill.
1: I, Meredith, I'll be here. I'll still be here. <laughs> Let's hang out. You know what? Let's meet at La Perfect. Done.
0: Perfect. Done. <laughs> Done.
1: Awesome. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for watching. Bye.